You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. A great Monday episode for you. The news that we all figured was coming became official yesterday, the breakup of Caitlin and Jason. I've got uh, a little bit to talk about in regards to Charity's episode, Overnight Date episode tonight, a Golden Bachelor update. Instagram releases an update that has should have every single one of you women throwing a parade. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about Big Brother from last night. The first HOH of the season is crowned. And there's an Instagram account that I found out about last night that I had no idea existed. I can't believe any of you never told me this thing existed. And I was in such a time suck last night watching so many clips on this Instagram account. And I'll tell you all about it momentarily. Podcast brought to you by Earth Echo Foods and its feel-good superfood product called Cacao Bliss. Cacao Bliss starts with 100% USDA organic rare ceremonial grade cacao beans that are naturally dried by the sun, maintaining the miraculous health benefits. You will fall in love with decadent, healthy, guilt-free chocolate. Go to shop.earthechofoods.com slash realitysteve. Use promo code realitysteve for 15% off your order. That's shop.earthechofoods.com slash realitysteve. Promo code realitysteve. That gets you 15% off your order. If you don't remember that website, it's okay. Just go to the show description wherever you listen to your podcasts. Click on Earth Echo Foods. It'll bring you right to the landing page where you can purchase your cacao bliss or anything else on the Earth Echo Foods website and you get 15% off everything that you order. All right, let's first start off with the news of Jason and Caitlin. Both of them released a statement yesterday that they have broken up. And uh, look, I think a lot of people were under the impression. I mean, we talked about it last week briefly when we were talking about um, you know, some of the other couples. There was rumors going around, three couples in this franchise that people are like what's going on with them the ones i get asked about every single week for the last two weeks it's like what's going on with jason and caitlin what's going on with danielle and michael what's going on with greg and victoria and i said look i know nothing so there's nothing i can add to this and i said even when we do find out that they are probably broken up based on social media social media never seems to fail and it didn't yet again in this case because jason and caitlin have been very very you know, you want to call it cryptic, but now looking back on it, it wasn't cryptic. They were basically laying it out there that they were struggling and and or they weren't together. And people notice, you know, her without a ring and her with family and him not with her, all that stuff. You know, it sucks. Breakups suck. I will never, ever anymore come down on these couples that break up. And that's why when it does happen and breakup announcements are made, instead of offering my opinion, I just say, Jason and Caitlin have ended their engagement. And that's what I did on Twitter. That's what I did on uh, Instagram stories where I gave you a link to read what they said. And it was pretty basic. After sharing the news with family and close friends first, taking the time to properly process it ourselves, we're saddened with heavy hearts to share. We have decided to end our engagement. We are thankful for all of you who gave us the time and space to process this life-altering decision. As there are many emotions and changes to navigate, our dogs Raman and Pino will continue to be cared for as brothers. While their humans are no longer romantically involved, we will love and take care of them together. Continuing our friendship is incredibly important to both of us. We feel grateful to be ending our engagement with love and respect for each other. It's heartbreaking and sad to say goodbye, but our care and admiration for one another will never die. We're beyond thankful for the memories made together and for your support for us and the boys throughout the years. Moving forward, we'll also have that level of support for each other. We don't know what the future holds, so please try to hold space for us in your hearts, Caitlin and Jason. And they shut off all 
comments uh, on their posts. And both of them posted Instagram stories, Caitlin of her crying, saying she's going to take a break. Jason posting pictures of him and Caitlin together saying, thank you for you know the time together. Look, all of you are interested in knowing, okay, that's a great breakup and all that. And thank you for the reading that statement. But what's the reason? You know, look, I, I don't know the reason. If I did know the reason, I wouldn't share it. It's not my story. Both of these people have podcasts. Caitlin has a podcast. Jason has a podcast. If and when they want you to know why they broke up, they will tell you. I don't know. And I even if I did, I would not say it. Because I understand now, I didn't five years ago. I'll be honest with you, I didn't. I understand now. A public couple from this franchise has a lot they have to go through as a public couple. And I'm not going to be the ones to ever break that they're broken up if I hear they are beforehand. And if I ever hear a reason, I would never put that out there. So you're not going to get that from me. And all I would ask for all of you is to have just a little compassion and just a little grace for some of these people and no need to go commenting yet. I, you know, I say that and here were five responses that I just happened to see on my Twitter when I put the story out there. Let me guess, she's moving on with someone from charity season. She's always going shopping. Every bachelorette season until she finds a boy to buy. LOL, I'm not shocked. She did it to Sean. Next one. Notice they turned off comments completely on Insta. She can't handle the truth, criticism, and her fake with tears turning off social media posts. She is so fake and full of fillers, Botox surgery. Feel bad she used Jason. He deserved better. Sorry, not sorry. She is very self-centered. Knew it. I think we all knew it, but they never wanted to say anything. I knew they were done months ago. You can tell she's selfish and doesn't want to settle down. I'm starting to think she's a real handful. I'm happy to hear this in a way. He deserves someone who isn't so self-absorbed. So once again, the internet just cannot help themselves and has to. uh, And look, I understand the internet. You're allowed to offer your opinion. I'm not saying you can't offer an opinion on them. I'm saying that not anybody cares. And in fact, most people don't care about your opinion of Jason and Caitlin. You know why? Because you know nothing about them. You know nothing about their life. You know nothing about their relationship other than what they gave you on social media. And for the last month, when they gave us nothing, yes. Was yesterday's announcement very shocking? Not really, based on anything that's been said in the last month or so about them. Plenty of speculation out there. The entertainment sites were writing about it. We get it. But you don't have to have a why in your life. Because I'll tell you this. When Jason and Caitlin, if they do address it, and they give a very in your terms, boring explanation as to why they broke up? And what if they just say, when they when they finally address this, what if they just say, hey, we just grew apart. Do you think people that love gossip and love tea are going to take that as the answer and be like, wow, they just grew apart, huh? Okay, I'm moving on with my life. No, they're going to be like, yeah, that's not the real answer. I know there's something more. So it doesn't even matter what they say because people nowadays can't seem to accept the fact that if it's not their narrative, it's no narrative. If it's not what they believe, if it's not their own self-truths, then it must not be true. So I hope 
Caitlin and Jason give a rather bland answer as to why they broke up. You know, you can talk about it with your friends. You can say what you think about Caitlin and Jason with their friends, but to write it on social media, I mean, you can't write it on their posts because they've shut off their comments, but to write it on social media, like under my tweets, and I'm sure there's other places that this is all being talked about. What good does that do for anybody? You know, jackhole1234 on Twitter saying, oh, she's so self-absorbed, I knew it. What makes you say that? What makes you run to your computer after you saw a couple that is engaged and broke up after four years together? What makes you run to your computer to write that? You might think she's self-absorbed. Great. If that's as you feel about Caitlin, fine. But why do you have to share that with America? I guarantee you, America doesn't give a shit what you think. I'll never understand it. So tonight is episode seven of Charity Season. It's the Overnight Dates episode. And, you know, one thing that I that I wanted to point out, because I know it was questioned, and, you know, again, I can't really reveal sources on this, but, you know, for the longest time, I did not know who got eliminated at Final Four. But then when they finally showed the preview of Joey in Fiji at the waterfall with Charity, it was clear that he made an overnight date. And then we it, that also, in turn, the same preview showed somebody showing up in Fiji, and we all knew that ended up being Aaron. But at the time, when that first came out, I said, okay, Joey is officially in Fiji, and I can tell you right now, the order of the Fiji overnight dates went Xavier, Joey, then Doughton. And immediately it was brought to my attention, how could you possibly know the order of the hometown dates when you didn't even know that, or order of the overnight dates when you didn't even know a day ago that Joey was there. <laughs> Again, I, I don't know how to, I, I can tell you that without revealing a source, but clearly I was right because if you saw the clip this weekend, ABC released a clip of Charity and Doughton's overnight date, and she says Doughton is the last one. So that means Charity, that means Charity and Xavier and Charity and Joey are before that one. And I'm guessing they're going to show it in order. There's really no way to show it out of order for this particular season if we already know that Doughton's last. Um, so I just want to point out that was right. I knew it was right. But again, just because I didn't know Joey was in the Final Four until that preview aired doesn't mean I didn't know the episode, the in order of how the overnight dates were filmed chronologically. Clearly there was a way. I didn't just guess, but I can't share how. Um, now, how this episode breaks down, like, are we going to get the rose ceremony of this episode tonight? Because starts out with Xavier, and just based on all the previews, it certainly looks like she sends Xavier home before they have their overnight date. They have a disagreement. Uh, at the night portion of the day, and I think she puts him in a car and sends him home. Whether or not he comes back, I have no idea. In terms of comes back or she still keeps him around but then eliminates him at the overnight date rose ceremony. I don't know. The other thing is Aaron's return, Aaron Bryant. We know he shows up in Fiji. It's between the days where... Joey and Dotton had their overnight dates. We've seen the clip of Charity sitting on the beach chair by the pool 
in Fiji with producers next to her and a guy walks up to her. Clearly, that's Aaron. What I do know is they do meet later on that night. She does give him some sort of date or some sort of meeting, whatever that may be. Um, so that's the thing that I it's the only thing I don't know. Basically, the rest of this season in regards to well, what happens with Aaron? Does she say, OK, show up at the rose ceremony? And then it's between Dotton, Joey and Aaron or once you know, the night portion of Xavier's does she send him away but he still is allowed to come to the rose ceremony and he doesn't get a rose at the rose ceremony and Aaron is just hey I'll give you a chance and then he, she talks to him that night and she still says no we'll find that all out tonight but just keep that in mind if you missed Friday's podcast uh, you heard me talking about the golden bachelor filming started on Thursday night you saw Jesse Palmer post on Friday, or actually he posted on Saturday, uh, out in front of the mansion with Gary and said filming has begun. That happened on Thursday night. The show has not released any of the women for Gary's season. I don't know if they're waiting. I don't know if they're going to do it, you know, a week into filming, two weeks into filming, or not at all. Because remember, for the longest time, this show never released the cast before filming started for Bachelor and Bachelorette. The only way anybody knew any of these people's names was my site. When people would tell me like, oh, this person's on the show. And I would try and find as many as I could while filming was going on. I would never usually have all of them, but I would always have a good amount of them. And then especially once it started to get whittled down, I was just focusing on the ones that were still there. But now they released the full cast before the show starts filming two to three days before it starts filming. I have all of their Instagram accounts and last names within 24 to 48 hours. And then, so it's easy once we see them filming start, dates being in public, we can easily place, okay, well, we have this guy's picture. We know his first and last name. We found these other pictures of him online. This is this guy. Or this is her from, you know, the when The Bachelor releases their people. So now for Gary's, we don't know yet. I don't know if they're going to release the women or not. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. But what we do know is public dates will start this week. Uh, there's a public date tomorrow on the 8th. That's going to be, I believe, in Malibu. And then there's a public date on uh, Saturday, and that's at the Westlake Athletic Club. That's probably – I mentioned tennis last week. Someone brought it up to me that um, – it's probably going to be more of pickleball because Gary's a big pickleball guy. And I know it's happening at the Westlake Westlake Athletic Club. And they have told everyone that is going to be in attendance to wear like they're to dress like they're going to the U.S. Open. I don't think they're having them play tennis. It does sound like a pickleball date, which makes sense. Apparently, Gary is big into pickleball. So those are two dates. If pictures get out uh, tomorrow and pictures get out on Saturday, while we will be able to see some of the women and maybe see video and or photos of Gary interacting with the women, we won't know who any of them are. So um, it's back to the old school days of once the pictures are out, do I then find out from somebody who's like, oh, I know that woman. This is her name. You know, I think I know I think I know names of two contestants. But like I said, I'm not sitting here wondering and you know, scurrying to find out all the women. If I find stuff out as the season goes along, I'll tell you, but I'm not looking 
to find 20 to 25 women and give you all their, you know, Facebook pages and Instagram pages and stuff like that. It's just not, it's not of interest to me, but if pictures get out, by all means, I'll share it. I just won't have any names attached to the woman at least right away. I hope they have them all in different pickleball outfits uh, for the date on Saturday, because then it's just going to be like, oh yeah, uh, that woman. And uh, oh yeah, that woman. You know, we're just... <laughs> It's this go like I said. This goes back to the old school days before they released the cast before before filming started. Like for the longest time, they never did this. I'm trying to remember what season it started. I can't off the top of my head. I can't remember. It's been at least twelve or fourteen seasons in a row now where we've known the cast before filming began. Maybe ten to twelve, right? Six years, five years, six years, maybe. I can't remember the last time there was a cast and we didn't know who they were. I remember, I know for a fact that Emily on Emily's season, they did not release the men beforehand, but after, you know, the next season after Emily was Sean, I don't know if we knew all of Sean's women, if they released them early or not. I, Hmm. Now that I think about it, I think Sean's was the first one. I think I could be wrong. Somebody might have the answer to this, but, Whatever the case may be, I remember Emily's because I remember pictures of Ari were getting out in Croatia or something like that, and nobody knew who he was until somebody came forward and said, I know who that guy is. It's Ari Leindyke Jr., the son of the race car driver. So that's how I remember that, yeah, Emily's men were not, and then Sean's was the next season, and I'm almost positive all of Sean's women were because now I'm remembering in my head that, oh, yeah, I found, you know, someone told me about Catherine, and she was a... a vegan blogger from Seattle. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that was, but then I did. They, was it continuous from there? Did they take, did the next season, they, did they back off it? I don't, I don't like for Desiree. Did we have all of Desiree's guys released beforehand or no? I don't, that's the part I don't remember, but I think Sean's season is definitely where it started. All right. Did you see this Instagram update that they gave this weekend? If you're a woman, you must absolutely love this. Instagram's newest update protects women from receiving unsolicited photos in their DMs. So now users can only send one DM to someone that doesn't follow them. And they can only send that one DM as a text-based message, no photo or video. This new feature will also dramatically reduce the amount of spam sales messages we all receive, i.e. no more dick pics, dudes. So, yeah, I'd say that's a pretty big deal. I, I, I'm, I don't know if it's, it says it went into effect, but can any women out there vouch for this? Did any women out there this weekend, if you're listening to this right now and you are a woman, did you get an email, a DM from anybody this weekend that you don't follow, it was their first message to you, and it was a photo or a video? Because it seems like that's what they're trying to get rid of. And honestly, that's basically just a, I mean, dick pic is one of the things, but yeah. And the fact that they limit it to one. So basically a stranger can't blow you up. Nobody that you're not following can just sit there and blow you up with messages anymore, according to this. So I'd say that's a huge, huge deal. Big Brother episode two last night. If you haven't watched it or we're going to watch it tonight and you don't want to know what happens, then you're going to have to fast forward through this part because I am going to talk about 
HOH. And look, I'm well aware that this was filmed a couple days ago. I mean, in real time, it was actually done. So maybe you already follow the live feeds and you already knew. I can tell you that I'm very happy with myself. I had no idea going into last night that Riley had won HOH. I was able to stay away from finding that out. However, man, I cannot scroll my TikTok for you page anymore without seeing clips of live feed conversations. An hour before the episode aired last night, I was just scrolling TikTok, killing time with the Dodger Padre game on in the background, just killing time. And I see Izzy telling Sari that she knows Jared is her kid. And then I see a conversation later, Sari telling Kirsten why she's the target. So you get to be like, Steve, well, once you saw it, why didn't you scroll past it? Come on now. <laughs> it's like for you page, like the video starts right away. There's no warning whatsoever. I'm like, huh, what is this? Oh, big brother. Yes, I could easily swipe up and go to the next video. But when you're in that, it's almost impossible not to. I'm glad none of the videos that I saw showed that Riley was winner of HOH. And haven't we seen this HOH? I mean, we talk about this a lot of, when it comes to Big Brother and the competitions. are just so basic. Yeah, there are some tough ones. Endurance ones are always kind of tough. But, you know, running across a plank to hit a button the fastest... And unless I miss something, Riley was the only one to basically say, look, I'm not taking the shortcut on the red or yellow planks because they are the narrowest. I'll just take the blue plank all the way around and hit the button. And she got there in 16 seconds. Did nobody else think to do this? There were 16 people there. Four of them didn't get to compete, the four that were up for nomination. So 12 competed. And to me, it only looked like Riley was smart enough to be like, I'll just take the big fat board all the way around because I'm not going to fall off this thing. And I guarantee if someone takes the yellow or the red, that's where the obstacles were coming in, those floating things that were knocking people off. So even if you were able to run across those things, you were going to have to pause at some point. And there's no way anyone's going to be able to run across the yellow and red without falling at least once. I was just surprised. I understand that, you know, they do it one at a time. It's not like the whole group could have watched Riley do it and then realized, oh, just, just take the blue one all the way around. I get that. But I'm just surprised one out of 12 people thought, why don't we just take why don't we just take the big board all the way around and not have to worry of one, falling off, and two, really having to worry about these obstacles in my way. And she got there in 16 seconds. Nobody else was even close. So congratulations to Riley. Uh, she takes Jared off the block, and she takes... Um, who's the kid, the, the brother of the kid from Survivor last season, already forgetting his name. In the early season, I'm going to be not great with names of what's going on on Big Brother, just because there's 16 people and we're only two episodes in, and I'm not following the live feeds. So, yeah, if I was following the live feeds or even reading the Twitter recaps of what's going on in the live feeds, I'd probably have a better idea of everybody's name, uh, but I don't right now. Um, I do know that Felicia... And Kirsten are the two that are up for nomination. It certainly looks like Kirsten is going to be the one that gets voted out unless she wins veto and takes herself down because I think anyone else winning veto isn't going to take her down. They might take Felicia, but I don't think anyone's taking Kirsten down. It already seems like she's blown up her game by talking to too many people, and we know that's not good. And usually the beginning votes are always, if not unanimous, close to unanimous because people don't want to rock the boat and vote against what the majority of the people in the house are doing. 
So that's my expert opinion on Big Brother and the first vote out of the season. I mean, I've only watched 21, 22, 23, and 24, but I, if I remember correctly, the first vote out is almost always unanimous. And, you know, maybe one person votes against it. But, yeah, it looks like Kirsten, uh, unless she saved herself on the veto, which the veto's already happened, right? And I haven't, you know, I don't want to know. But we'll find out Wednesday who won the veto and if they did take Kirsten down or if Kirsten won it and she took herself down. Then it could get interesting because I don't think anyone wants Felicia to go and I don't know who else would go up in her place. So we'll see. I don't know who Riley would put up. So I want to end with this. You know my absolute love for Beverly Hills 90210. How in the world I did not know that there was an Instagram account out there that every single day, (laughs) I just found it last night, so I did some scrolling. It certainly looks like, from what I've been able to gather from this Instagram page, every single day they post one scene in chronological order of a past episode, and right now they're on season five, episode 19. And the... Instagram account is called BH90210 Restored. It says the mission restore all 292 episodes of the OG Beverly Hills 90210 episodes with their original music that fans were robbed of. If you don't know the story, basically when shows in the 90s had music in them, DVDs were weren't really a thing back then and nobody ever thought to get clearance for all the music. So if you go to Beverly Hills 90210 right now on Hulu or even the DVDs, one, if you get the DVDs, all the music scenes that they didn't get exclusive rights for are clipped. They're not in there anymore. And number two, on streaming, they just eliminate any episodes that had music that they never cleared. It's ridiculous. You can't binge watch the original Beverly Hills 90210 because there's so many episodes missing. It's just ridiculous. And people are fighting for... Um, I know former producers are fighting for to try and get music put back in. I don't know if it will 20 years later. Who knows at this point? But it looks like this Instagram account has, I don't know, everything recorded from VHS tapes back in the day, and they're just <laughs> playing the clips. And, I mean, I was glued last night because if you don't know this, season five is my second favorite season behind season six. And season five had Valerie and Dylan and Jonesy going down to Mexico to go get his money from Kevin and Suzanne, who had changed their name to Carl and Kat Cavendish. And remember, they brought Erica, Erica, they brought Erica with them. That was how season four ended when Erica left the note in the bathroom. Anyway, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about if you're a big 90210 fan. So it's just, and it's no commercials, obviously. And it's just the clips in chronological order. So I could technically now, and now I'm following this account, I can rewatch all the episodes, especially since they're in season five, six, and seven are coming up, obviously. And those are my favorite seasons of this show. And I'll stop after season seven because eight, nine, and 10 in my mind never happened. But I will watch five, six, and seven. However, I'll only watch it one scene at a time. So I'm guessing I probably won't finish uh, this until, I don't know, 2027. I don't know. I don't know how long it takes. But they literally only do one one scene 
uh, a, a day. So I wa- I rewatched all of Dylan and Jonesy and Val in Mexico getting the money back when pervy Kevin uh, thought Val wanted him and he basically showed her he had an account in the Cayman Islands that had all this money. Man, what a great... That was awesome. I mean, look, looking back on it, you know, over 25 years later, it's like, okay, kind of silly. But honestly, back, I remember that. I remember watching that in my dorm room and thinking, this is the greatest storyline I've ever seen on television, on episodic television. This is awesome. They are going to hoodwink this guy, and they're going to take all his money, and Dylan's going to get his sister back. So awesome. So I rewatched it again on their Instagram reels. I mean, their their page is basically reels. It's the same thing. But... The best part, it's got all the original music. So all those episodes that are gone on streaming and all, if you have the DVD set and they clip every single scene out that had music in it, all of Ray Pruitt's songs, they're all in here now. The original music. It's so good. And I don't know how they do it. I messaged them. They haven't messaged me back yet, but I really want to know how they do it. Anyway, BH90210 Restored is the name of the Instagram account. They got about 10,000 followers right now. Go follow it if you're interested in Beverly Hills 90210. It's great. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also, rate and review if you can. I really appreciate that. We'll back tomorrow uh, with a recap a little bit of last night's episode and, excuse me, of tonight's episode of Charity's Overnight Dates. We'll see how it all plays out and what exactly we get to by the end of the episode. And then uh, the Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. So thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you tomorrow.